beautiful souls, welcome to the Energy Center podcast. This is Dana Neural, your holistic healing guide. I'm a board-certified holistic nurse, a master energy healer, an Akashic Records practitioner, and a spiritual mentor. This podcast embodies the divine wisdom that everything is energy. Through this knowing, we illuminate the path to holistic healing to rebuild and ignite your connection to yourself and the universe. In each episode, we explore life through the perspective of unity consciousness, the chakras, Reiki, yoga, and all things energy healing. You, my friend, are your own healer. And when you reconnect to your energy centers, you can experience harmony, create quantum shifts in your life, and awaken to your soul's purpose. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Let's begin. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to episode number 28 of the Energy Center podcast. Today's episode, I have somewhat of a surprise guest. Wasn't quite expected. It just came together at the last minute. But this person I've known for many years, he's actually been my husband for the last almost 11 years, my amazing partner in life. I'd love to welcome to the show, Drew Neural. He is a board certified internal medicine physician, and he's worked as an adult hospitalist in the hospital setting for the last 13 years. And he is the mastermind behind the big bike trip that we are going to be departing on very shortly in the next week and a half or so. So I'd love to welcome to the show, Drew Neural. Thanks for being here, Drew. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> so I, uh, Drew and I were just talking a few days ago and I was talking about the guests that I'm planning to have on the show. And he kind of jokingly said, oh, I should be a guest. And, and I took him up on the offer. <laughs> so um, we have this amazing trip coming up. And I know that it was something that was on your bucket list for a really long time. And as you you presented the idea to me, you know, things have kind of come together the last couple of years for us to take extended time off together. And now that our trip is almost here, I feel super excited about it myself. But I would just love to share more with our audience what this trip is all about, how it came to fruition. And um, yeah, what... What inspired you, Drew, to want to do this cycling trip across the country? Well, I really like riding bikes <laughs> and I'm always up for a big adventure. Um, like you said, this has been kind of a bucket list thing for me for many years. I probably started kind of more seriously riding bikes during medical school and I've always heard of people riding across the country or read stories about people doing it. And I thought, well, you know, I will definitely do that someday. Um, but I wanted it to happen before, uh, I got too old. Um, and yeah, like you said, it just happened that we were able to get some time off together and, um, decided to, take the big plunge. So, we, you know, I've done some shorter tours, both with you and by, by myself. And mm -hmm. um, so we've kind of got a taste for it or a feel for it, but this is definitely 
something bigger, way bigger than we've done. And yeah. I'm super excited for it too. Yeah. So I don't know if most people know this about you, Drew, but a few years ago, remind me of the year you did Ram, which is the race across America. I think that was in 2015. Yeah. And so that was like a relay race. It was you and your brother, Chris, and two of your friends who were essentially riding. One of you was riding 24 hours and you went across the country. So in a, in a way, you've already done that. So what about this trip inspires you or what? Obviously, it's going to take a lot more time. We're going to be taking about 10 weeks to ride from Washington State to Maine. But as far as taking that slower pace, like what's really interesting to you about that? Or why are you feeling called to do it again in this way? Yeah, I, I think that really there's not much in common between the two <laughs> adventures. Um, like you said, that was kind of a relay um, it was a race. There were a lot of rules and officials and, um, just a lot of logistical stuff. Uh, but essentially at that time, I mean, that, and that took us combined, it was about a week to, to ride across the country, 3000 miles. Yeah. And about one quarter of that was me riding. Whereas the rest was, uh, the rest of the miles were my other teammates, um, so that was a unique experience. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this, like you said, being more, uh, a slower pace, obviously, um, being able to enjoy it a little more that, you know, that was just kind of go, go, go this, um, hopefully with 10 weeks, we are going to be going 4,300 miles. Um, but I think with 10 weeks, we shouldn't be too rushed. Um, we'll be able to see more, um, of the, the countryside and of the country. I'm excited mm -hmm. because we'll be traveling through some States that I've never been to, including mm -hmm. the upper peninsula of Michigan. And I've never been to New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine. Um, we will be dipping up into Canada, which is exciting. Yeah. And we'll be going through Gr Glacier National Park. We'll be going by Niagara Falls. Just kind of a lot of cool scenery along the way. So a much different approach than with Ram several years ago. And I feel that's kind of a change that I've been making in my life in general is uh, trying to going from being more competitive racing, cycling to more enjoying taking my time um which is definitely different from what i've done in the past but it is refreshing yeah yeah that's what i'm excited about too i'm excited about spending the time with you because especially over the last year i feel like we've had um just our busy lives and so we haven't been able to take this year a lot of trips together. We've had some, but I think this having this extended trip and last year when we went on our climbing trip for a long time, we were both kind of surprised and shocked. We thought, you know, being together for three months straight might be a little hard and a little challenging, but I don't think we really got into a fight. <laughs> I feel no. like it was super comfortable and it was really fun. Yeah, that it went really well. Um, I remember one of my friends saying, oh, wow, you're going to be together every day for three months. 
how do you think that's going to be? And I, it actually hadn't really occurred to me that that could potentially be a problem for some people. And yeah, we did great. Now this, this is going to be a little more challenging. Um, and for the people listening, I told Dana when she agreed to do this, I said, and, and, and wanted to do it. I said, it's, there's going to be a lot of times during this 10 weeks where we're not going to be very happy. It's going to be really hard. We're going to be suffering. Um, and in those times when you're suffering and maybe not really happy, it, it, it can be easier to, I guess, get on each other's nerves or, uh, you know, maybe one of us is, is in a good mood and the other one's struggling yeah. that day. It's, it's <laughs> going to be a challenge for sure. Yeah. It'll be a lot more logistically going on. You know, last summer we had our van and you could always like go on a hike or I could sit in my chair and meditate and have my free time, free space, but, um, we're going to be together and yeah, a lot more high stress situations. So I feel like along with just like the physical work, the the endurance that's going to be required, I feel like that will be probably one of the other challenging things of the trip is just being able to get up every day and pack up from wherever we are and have to get back in the saddle again and ride another, you know, 70 to 80 miles. I think just getting up in the morning for me is going to be one of the biggest struggles or or challenging for me. How about you? What do you think is going to be some of the biggest challenges for you on this trip? Well, that's interesting to hear because those challenges you described are not really (laughs) on my radar. I mean, (laughs) believe it or not, I think that fitness, endurance, strength, I'm not concerned about that at all. Uh Um, You've, both of us have done a fair amount of riding this spring and summer. Um, you know, I, I, I've seen you on a bike, like when we did the, the week on the great divide on mountain bikes, uh-huh. um, and on the Aquarius trail, I, I know that you're strong. And if you, once you set your mind to something, you're going to do it. So I'm not, I'm not concerned about the endurance aspect. I'm definitely not concerned about getting up in the morning and getting back on the bike. Um, I'm kind of a morning person. Um, and I think I'm, I mean, yeah, there's going to be days when I'm not thrilled to get back on the saddle, but I think mornings, mornings in my opinion and in my experience are some of the best times for riding Mm -hmm. before it gets too hot, too windy. Uh, it's real beautiful out. So I'm not worried about that. I, I think as far as the challenges that I look at, number one is staying healthy, avoiding injuries, mm. um, just with the amount of miles that we're putting in. That's always yeah. a concern. Yeah. Um, the, some of the biggest challenges I look at are weather, yeah. whether it's rain, there's definitely going to be wind. And I mean, if there's, I, I don't know if there's anything more demoralizing than pedaling into a headwind. Um, working hard, not going very fast. So that's always a concern. Of course, mechanical issues, but I mean, we're going to get flat tires. Um, we're going to have mechanical issues. Um, and so that's a concern as well, but yeah, I think my biggest concern is weather, um, you know, smoke from wildfires, that kind of a thing, but 
in the in the end, there's going to be a ton of challenges, a ton of difficulty, and I think that that's that's going to happen. And it, I think that the the, the difference maker is going to be how you respond to those challenges. Yeah, and trying to keep a positive attitude. You know, from from some past tours I've done, including this spring, there's going to be days where you are in a world of hurt, whether that's from a headwind or it's raining or whatever. And you have to be, you have to keep an open mind, stay positive, but also be adaptable. You know, there's going to be days where we hope to get maybe 80 or hundred miles and they're just, the winds weren't favorable. And so you just have to say, all right, you know what? We're not going to make it to where we thought that's okay. We'll make up for it another time. Let's call it a day and get some rest. And so, yeah. Uh, that's one nice thing about, you know, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, um, there will be good days and bad days and hopefully they all even themselves out. Yeah. And I think what you said is so true. And I talk about that a lot on the show is our mindset is everything. And so when the weather sucks and, and your taint is hurting and you just feel really tired and sore, it's like, changing the energy around that, changing the vibration around it, instead of focusing on those things, like focusing on being present. And I feel like that's something that always really helps me when we're doing a trip like this, or even like in rock climbing as well, instead of letting the mind take over and be like, oh, this sucks. Oh, this is so hard. Oh, when are we going to get to the next stop? It's like just being in the present moment and taking it step by step cycle by cycle as as we're going and then yeah also being able to go with the flow whatever comes yeah. up on the journey just having an open mind around that and not being so strict in our mindset around like we have to get here at a certain time or we have to stay in this place tonight like being open to whatever possibility comes our way cuz oftentimes i find when you're more open to experience something different, not just that narrow-minded focus, like that tunnel vision that we tend to get when we keep ourselves open, then it's like, that's when the magic comes in. And that's when you have those truly like unforgettable, amazing experiences. And, and another thing that we're going to need to keep reminding ourselves of is the relativity of it. Like we, we're on vacation. We're yeah. <laughs> riding our. We're we're choosing to ride our bikes across the country. Like yeah. not a lot of people. You know, we're not at work. Um, we're you know we're not um, struggling with whatever a lot of the people in the world are struggling for survival. We are on vacation, riding yeah. our bikes across the country for enjoyment. Um, and so keeping that relative. And yeah, at times when it sucks, I listen. This is all good. We're, we're on vacation. Yeah. We chose. We <laughs> it is and, a vacation. Yeah. Um, but, and another thing that I'm really looking forward to is the, the people that we'll meet along the way. And this yeah. is something here, whether you're reading bicycle blogs or forums or articles, um, you know, we're going to be going through a lot of small towns, meeting a lot of people, whether it's at cafes or convenience stores or people that are hosting us to stay. Um, I'm really looking forward to sharing our stories and hearing other people's stories. Yeah. So uh, just 
for the audience who you guys know, people have been asking like, where are you staying? And so we're going to be doing a combination of camping, a hotel here and there. And then there's this app called Warm Showers that's specifically geared towards people who are doing trips like us, who are cycling long distances, who are bike packing. And essentially it's kind of like Airbnb, but it's free. And it has the whole idea of reciprocity. Like someone will have you stay at their home and you can either camp in their backyard or maybe they have a room for you. And um, essentially they're hosting you and they they want to like take care of (laughs) people that are doing the thing that we're doing. We've had a couple opportunities just in the last week to, to be hosts ourselves. And so Uh, Yeah, I think it'll be a really amazing experience to meet people across the country and just do it in a really cool and unique way. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really excited to do this trip because, yeah, spending time with my husband. I love, for people who know me, I like to go deeply into my own process. And I like to challenge myself and I like to like put myself on the edge of my ability. And so, um, this obviously is a pretty big endeavor and I think it'll be a tremendous learning experience as well. I think, I don't know a better way to get to know yourself than being on a bike for 10 weeks in a row riding for, and 70 to 80 miles a day. So I'm really excited about that whole learning, internal learning experience as well. There's a lot of, there's a lot of time for you to be in your own head too. Yeah. (laughs) Those hours upon hours that you're in the saddle and there'll be a lot of times when we're riding next to each other, but a lot of times we're going to be apart and just following your mind wherever it goes. Yeah. So A lot of people often say to me when they find out, you know, what I do, I'm a holistic healer. And when they find out what my partner does, what Drew does, he's a internal medicine physician. People are always kind of interested and ask the question, well, how does that work? (laughs) Like you guys are so different. What would you say to that, Drew? Um. I would say that it is different that we both practice different forms of healing. Um, but I think they're very complimentary. Um, it's, you know, it's the, the healing that you do and with the energy work and everything is something that was new to me several years ago. Uh, you know, it's obviously, it's not something that was in the curriculum in medical school when I was training. Um, but again, it's keeping an open mind. I, I see, I see patients in the hospital, um, and they may say, Oh, I've, I've had Reiki therapy or, um, acupuncture or other forms, of non-traditional Western or non-Western medicine. And I'm of the mindset that if it works for you, great. I know there's some people that are not as open-minded and they think, well, it's, it's not the way we practice. And so I'm not going to recommend it or, or use that. But, um, you know, I, like I said, I think there's, 
there's a lot of good things about Western medicine and the way we practice medicine, but there's a lot about Western medicine that I don't necessarily agree with. And so um, I think there's no right or wrong. It's um, it's yeah. if it works for you, great. And a lot of times multiple modalities are, are what's needed. Yeah, I think they absolutely can complement each other very well. And I feel like at the end of the day, what I'm learning more and more and more and with yeah, all of the work that I've done and all of the research that I continue to do, I feel like they were always meant to work together. And at some point, things got kind of separated out. But when we allow the best of both worlds to come together, then it can really create amazing results for people. And just as you said, having an open mind instead of that... <laughs> A lot of themes here. Having that open mind instead of that narrow-minded focus around whatever it is that you're doing, then when we keep ourselves open to receive different possibilities, then then different opportunities can come our way around healing or or around you know adventures that you're seeking out in the world. So, yeah. well, and I also look at it as I, you know I practice inpatient medicine. I'm taking care of patients in the hospital that are yeah. very sick, oftentimes. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that, you know, I'm good at that. We are good at that, uh, in general. Um, and I look at your role as being more one preventative, keeping people healthy and mm-hmm. out of the hospital and, and two also kind of in a recovery sense, if people have been in the hospital, they can benefit from some of the services that you provide. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that in a way it's separate, but working together. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of how I see it too, is the work that I do is, yeah, helping people change their mindset around their health, helping people be more of a take, take initiative in their health and healing instead of depending on an outside source to take care of them or to heal them, like allowing people to be empowered to create their own healing and health and wellness in their life. So yeah, they absolutely can be complementary, as you said. So as we're getting started to leave on our journey, we're leaving right now as we're recording this, it's like 10 days from now, nine days from now. Um, What is the number one thing you are looking forward to on our trip? Um, I think it's like I said, I think it's spending time with you and going on this big adventure with you and, and meeting people along the way. Yeah. Yeah. I think me too. I think that's the number one thing I'm looking forward to. So yeah, I think that feels good. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience today, Drew? Oh, um, I guess it's it's easy for us to say or me to say since we're doing it and we're able to do it, but I think that um, it's not just with bike riding, but if it's any big adventure or life change, uh, if there's anything that's kind of on your bucket list that you think, well, I'm going to do it someday and it just keeps push- getting pushed back year after year, 
I think at some point you just gotta, you gotta go for it. Um, Mm -hmm. life is short. And so take every opportunity you can and Mm -hmm. whether that's a big adventure or a relationship, um, go for it. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, well, thank you so much, Drew, for being a guest on the show on the energy center podcast. And I will continue to keep this audience and our followers updated on where we are in the country on how things are going, sharing lessons and wisdom gained from the road. So you guys all stay tuned. Thanks again, Drew, for being on the show. It was a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. And I hope to see you soon. (laughs) Okay. Namaste. Uh, That was such a treat to have my beloved partner on the show. I hope that you guys enjoyed that and got to learn a little bit more about about him, about Drew and our lifestyle together and that you are intrigued and want to stay tuned to learn more about us and our adventure that we have coming up. So I am getting ready to leave in the next week and a half. But before I go, I have one more opportunity for you to come to work with me in person in a weekend immersion called You Are the Creatrix that is happening this coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, June 23rd, starting on June 23rd. And this immersion is all about you allowing yourself to move into deeper levels of healing so that you can create some space to build something new, different, and beautiful in your life. So I will be guiding you through that process. You will receive a private Akashic Records reading with me along with three group sessions that are around that happy hour time, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So you have your day to do as you please. And then we come together and you'll receive some Reiki, you'll receive yoga, some shamanic energy healing. So lots of different modalities to support you and help you on your way. So if you're interested in that, head to my website, dananeural.com to register and all the details are there. And then also, if you're not already following me on Instagram, I highly recommend you do. There's going to be lots of amazing content coming through the next few weeks. So stay tuned for all of that. Thank you again, my beautiful audience for tuning in, for listening, for being open to receive this high vibrational energy, this high vibrational information. Have a wonderful week. Namaste.